grateful and thankful you've come to join us this morning. Whether you're joining us in person or online, welcome to Alive. We are in the month of October. Welcome to October. And it is the first Sunday of the month, and we're kicking off a lot of stuff. We'll be sharing a lot more of what's going on today, as you already heard. And, and we got a couple of cool surprises for you guys in the middle of the message here of just what the Lord's doing here. And, and uh, man, I just love, I love first. I love a fresh start. I love a fresh month. I love all the opportunity, all the potential uh, that is in that season of life. And uh, how many of you guys know God works in seasons, right? Just like we have the natural seasons and falls now upon us. The same thing is true. It talks about in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 that to everything there is a season, right? And, and uh, we believe that this next season here at Alive Family Church is so laden with potential, it's not even funny. Like, like God is wanting to burst out of his seams and do something in us and through us as a body of believers. And uh, we're starting a brand new series titled, What's Next? Everybody say, what's next? We're talking about what's next. Have you ever asked that question yourself? What's next? Lord, what do you want me to do next, right? What am I supposed to do in my career next? What, what about my family? What's next, right? What's coming on the horizon? What's next? How many of you guys know that God knows all of that? Amen. And he's not trying to play keep away. He's not trying to say, figure it out yourself. No, he wants to reveal it to us, right, by his spirit and through his word. And, uh, man, we're just at a unique, pivotal point here. Last Sunday, we celebrated five years as a church. Amen, right? Our five-year anniversary. We took some time to feed on God's faithfulness. And, uh, man, that is a chapter turn. So we are now walking out the days of our sixth year as a church. And in these first few days, in this first month in that year, I believe what we do this month sets up the rest. Amen. What we do now gives us the vision and the faith for what is and shall and shall be to come. Amen. And so uh, as we head into the season, man, I don't know about you. I just... I'm, I'm excited. Like there's anticipation. There's, there's hunger. There's, there's faith. When we say what's next... That is a statement of faith because we anticipate that there is something good next. Amen? And God calls us to walk by faith and not by sight. And so this is an important question for us to wrestle. What's next? What's next for you personally? What's next for us corporately as a body of believers, as the church? What does God want to do in and through each and every one of us. That's what we're going to wrestle with this month, and we're going to get into these questions, and, and, and over the next month, we're going to have a lot of fun together, but hear, hear, hear me out. Like, we're going to learn a lot. We're, I, I feel like we're going to learn about what's next of how we can grow in our personal relationship with the Lord. We're going to help discover, help everyone discover their divine design, your divine design. What has God designed you and created you to do? How has God gifted you as an individual, as a believer, right? And more importantly, how to make a difference how to use what God's given you, the gold that's inside of you, and make an eternal impact in our generation. Come on, somebody. That is why we're here. God, if we're still breathing, if we're till, still taking up space, I know that God's got a season and a purpose for us then. Amen? And so we're here for such a time as this to really lean in to what God has for us. And so the title of my message this morning, if you're taking notes and you like titles, is Grow Together. Someone say, Grow Together. We're going to take a journey together to grow together this month. And today, specifically, we're going to talk about some ways that we can grow together. But before we open up God's word, let, would you join me in a moment of prayer as we prepare our hearts, we prepare our minds to receive from God's word. Father, we love you so much, and uh, we just thank you for your presence here with us. We thank you, Lord, that you have some really exciting stuff next for us individually, 
Corporately, Father God, we want to lean into that Holy Spirit, minister to each and every one of us here today. I thank you, Holy Spirit, you customize today's message and make it applicable to every person under the sound of my voice, Lord God. I thank you that you are pushing us forward, that you're getting us out of our comfort zones, that you're helping us discover our gifts and our design, and you're helping us do it together. I pray for a strong spirit of unity in this next season, not divided, not scattered, but strong and fortified. And Lord, we want to lean into all of that and more today. Show us through your word how you've designed us to grow. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody agreed, said, amen. And so, uh, man, I'm really, really excited. And so we're going to spend a few minutes talking about growth or how to grow here. And then I'm actually going to invite Pastor Erica up on stage with me uh, for the second half of my message because she's going to help me uh, kind of reveal to you some new exciting opportunities we have for all of us to grow here at Alive Family Church in this next season. So I'm really excited about that. But the first thing I want to talk about that it might seem so elementary, it might seem so basic, like why are you even making a point to make this point? But I think sometimes we forget that number one, we were created to grow. Hello. Anybody agree with that? Like, we were created to grow. God created you and I to grow, right? Like, you don't have to look very far to see that in the natural, right? We talked about it last week, but it seems like it's not a live family church. It's a live fertile church around here, right? We've got a lot of babies and new babies and some babies being born right now as we speak. Like, babies are just popping out. And how many of you guys know they don't stay babies, right? They grow up. Right? Wouldn't that be hilarious if we just stayed a baby? Like, no, like we grow, right? Those babies turn into toddlers, and those toddlers turn into elementary school age, and then they turn into teenagers, right? And then they turn into young adults, and then they get really big attitudes, right? And and then they turn into adults, and then, no, I'm just kidding, sorry. But we grow, right? Naturally, we grow. We are created physically to grow, but the same is true spiritually. Amen? God desires for all of us, no matter where we're at in our journey of faith, No matter where our relationship with the Lord is today, God's heart, God's desire for you, may you catch this this morning, is for you to take next steps and to continue to grow into what's next for you. Amen? And that is what makes life exciting and not dull and boring and stale. We can get in those ruts spiritually, right? But God's wanting to do something fresh and new in us. He's got something next for us, right? And so God intends for us to grow spiritually. And and we see this through the example of, of Jesus, right? If you guys are familiar with the Bible and you've studied the Bible, we don't get tons of details about the first 30 years of Jesus's life up until he started his earthly ministry at age 30, ended at 33 and a half. We get a lot of details of the signs, wonders, miracles, and everything he said and taught from that place in the gospels. But up until that point, we don't get a whole lot, right? We know he's born. We're familiar with the Christmas story. We see at 12, he's like calling Pharisees out and teaching them the word better than they know themselves, right? He gets lost. He, he like has a home alone situation, right? Kevin McAllister, right? His parents forget him. Like, what, Kevin? Like, Kevin, right? Like, like Jesus, right? And they, they have to go back and get him. And he's like, like spitting it with the Pharisees and all that. And, and then we get a couple other details. But other than that, boom, once he gets anointed and baptized by John the Baptist, then we get a whole lot. But we do get one really powerful verse, and if we, a lot of us will read over this very quickly and not realize that, man, Jesus was always made for our example, and if Jesus did it, we can do it too, amen? Because he lives on the inside of us, and it's found in Luke chapter 2, verse 52. Many of you guys might be familiar with this, but this is the concept today. Again, God created us to grow, and check this out. Luke 2, 52 says, and Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. 
Who grew? Jesus grew, and he grew in many different ways, in wisdom, right? He grew in the knowledge of God's word. He grew in the street smarts. He grew as a carpenter. He grew. He didn't just stay where he was where he was born, but he progressed forward. How many of you guys know he grew in stature, right? He didn't stay baby Jesus in a manger. He grew up, right? He became a man. He became a carpenter. The dude was jacked. He was chiseled. You know what I'm saying? And he was doing some chiseling, right? And some wood, right? Like he worked with his hands, right? He grew in stature. He grew in favor with God. What does that tell me? That even Jesus's personal relationship with the Father grew. Amen? No, he's Jesus. He's God. It's all downloaded, right? There's just an app. He's the son of God, right? Like he has it all. But he grew, right? If you see him constantly getting away with his father to a silent place in the gospels to grow his relationship with his father and his understanding of who God called him to be and who God was to him. Amen. And then he grew in favor with man. This speaks to relationships. Jesus learned how to do relationships well too, to bring people close to him and to do life even when people close to him hurt him or offended him or betrayed him. How to navigate those situations with grace and with truth and with love. Man, we can learn so much from one verse of the Bible that Jesus grew in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God. And man, and guess what? If Jesus did it, then we can too. Amen? That's a call and a challenge to us, right? And here's what I've observed over uh, my short time here on this earth is this. Healthy things grow in the healthy environment, right? In the right environment. Healthy things grow in healthy environments. Amen. That's what leads me to our second point today that I really want us to kind of talk about and digest. And it's this. Growth happens in community. Growth happens in community, right? Life change happens in the context of, of relationships. That's how God designed us and wired us to operate, right? If we go back to the very beginning, it's been God's design the whole time. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 18, right? And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. Hello. God knew this in all of his beauty of his creation, the mountains, the sea, the birds, all of that. He saved man for last. But he goes, something's not right yet because it's not good that man should be alone. He knew that we would grow better. We'd grow faster. We'd grow more efficiently in relationship with other people. Amen? And so he made him a helper, suitable helper, comparable to him, as the Bible says. So God's plan for spiritual growth in our life is in the context of being planted in a life-giving community. And it's so, so important for us to find the right community to plant our lives. Amen. Because literally, uh, we like to use this analogy. When we plant our lives in the right community, it's the right soil for that plant to grow. How many of you guys know I'm not a gardener? Erica's more into this than I, but she helped me this summer. Some of you guys remember that? Like we did a lot of weeding and, and working on the beds and all that stuff. And I was learning, man, there's some soil that's so rich of nutrients that like you plant that plant in that and it's going to do well, right? And there's other soils like sand and all that stuff without the right water and some extra miracle grow and all that stuff that that thing's going to shrivel up and die. So where we plant our lives, where we plant our families, what we invest in, what we make a priority in that soil, that environment, healthy things can grow in the healthy environment is so important, right? In the Bible, Jesus gives us the answer and God gives us the answer. And sometimes we don't like to hear this answer because of some of the baggage we've had in our past, but God tells us the right soil, the right environment to plant our lives is in the local church. 
Amen? It's in the local church. It's in the body. We see this in Psalm 92, verse 13 and 14. We've said it a lot here. But it's important because we believe the Bible is true. Amen? We believe God's word is true. And he says this in Psalm 92, 13 and 14. For those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. It goes on to say, they shall bear fruit in their old age, and they shall be fresh, and they shall be flourishing. That sounds so good, doesn't it? Who wants to be fresh and flourishing in their life? Who wants to be fresh and flourishing in their marriage and their relationships? Who wants to be fresh and flourishing in your financial state? Amen? Who wants to be fresh and flourishing even in their old age? The Word of God says, those who are planted in the house of the Lord. What you're doing this morning is huge. Maybe you didn't realize, I just got dragged out of bed. I don't even know. I don't even want to be here, honestly, Pastor. I don't know why I'm here. Hey, God is saying, hey, if you plant and get in the right soil, I can have growth come out of you. Amen? Notice he didn't say those who just plant in a Bible study. Those that plant on an online experience only. Those that plant in YouTube. He didn't say that. He said those that plant in the house of the Lord, a.k.a. the church. Amen? All those things that I mentioned previous, they're cool and they're awesome. They can help us grow, but they don't have a promise of fresh and flourishing attached to them. Without the context of community, we're limited in our growth. Can we grow by ourselves? Absolutely. Can we read books? Can we listen to podcasts? Can we watch other sermons? Absolutely. Can you grow? Do you need a pastor to grow? No, but it's so important to do it God's way because his ways are higher than our ways. Amen? And I don't know why. And some people, and again, maybe you're here and you're like, I don't like that word. Because this is the sixth church I've tried over the last five years because I, that pastor did something goofy and I don't like how they handle the money over there and they prayed for something and it didn't happen and yada, yada, yada. And you, fit in, you put all the church hurt that we have and we carry in our hearts and we say, I ain't planting in the church. There's so many people in our generation deconstructing their faith right now, like picking it apart and explaining why Jesus isn't even real. Yet they grew up in church and they believed in it. They served all of that stuff because the hurt, because of the world, because the enemy's coming to divide, right? Offense, offenses will come. We talked about that the last three weeks, right? And the love of many will grow cold. It's happening before our very own eyes. We gotta be careful to not uproot ourselves from the thing and the context of community that is so healthy for us, amen? And so I hope you get you in our heart here, right? As the body of Christ, Jesus designed for us to be built up together and to grow together. I want to go to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 16. A little passage of scriptures here the Apostle Paul helps us with and shows us how we're called to be built up and to grow together. Starts out in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip the people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we reach the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. Not stay babies, but become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we'll no longer be infants, tossed back and forth by the waves, blown here or there by every wind of teaching and by all the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful scheming. Verse 15, instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow. Somebody say, I'm going to grow. We will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its own work. I don't know about you, but I caught a lot of growing and building up 
and maturing in those few verses of scripture, right? There's an exhortation on the church. We are the church. The church isn't a building. It isn't a service time. It's us. It's the people. And we're called to grow and we're called to build each other up. We're called to grow together. We're called to grow together. Paul, in another place in Colossians chapter 2, verse 19, he says it in a different way. He says the whole body, that's us, supported and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows as God causes it to grow. Hear the heart of the Lord this morning. God desires for you and I to grow. Amen? God desires for you and I to grow, grow spiritually, grow in wisdom, grow in stature. And, and I'll tell you what, some people don't like to hear this, but because of this concept and how God set it up to plan in the local church and get around a community, this is actually true. I've heard a mentor of mine say it this way, I can't be me without you. And you can't be you without me. Now our flesh and our pride say, heck no on that last one. I don't need you. But together in community, to grow together, I can't be the best me that I'm called to be without you. And you can't be the best you that God calls you to be without us and the people around you, the community, the context of the local church, planting in the house of the Lord so that we can be fresh and we can be flourishing. And here's the deal. We all know it. If one part of the body does not grow, the whole body suffers, right? So someone's like, I'm growing, I'm going, Pastor. Yeah, but we got to be also concerned by others be, besides ourselves. And, and the more we can get on the same page and grow together, the healthier the whole body will be. This might be a little graphic and gross, but if I were to cut off my hand right now, somebody like, Lord Jesus, Pastor, do not do that. I'm not going to. If I were to cut off the hand from my body and it lays on the stage, how many of you guys know that hand is no longer growing? That hand is decaying, it's shriveling, it's starting to sink. If we came back next Sunday and it was still there, gross, right? Some of you guys probably wouldn't walk in the, the auditorium. But when that hand stays connected to the body, planted in the right soil, the local church where that body thrives and flourishes and grows up, it can be fresh and flourishing. It can function how it needs to function, amen? And so do not unhook from the body of Christ, if you're here and you've been tuning in online for a while and you've been displaced because of one thing or the other or hurt or, or something that's been done wrong to you in the church context and you don't want anything to do with organized church or religion, hear God's heart. I know the hurt that I ha you have, my child, but I want to restore you. I want to rebuild you. I want to get you back in the right soil. If you're here today and you're feeling that same thing, I don't know who this is for. Do not unhook from the body. Do not unhook from relationship and community because that's where God wants us to grow. Amen. Amen. And so this is really important for us to grow. And uh, we want to provide all of you as many opportunities as possible in this next season to grow. And for not just individually, but for us to grow together. For us to grow together. And I'm going to invite uh, Pastor Erica up on stage to join me here uh, to help just really share some exciting things, kind of share the load here of some of the things we're going to release today, kind of launch today or, or re-emphasize today. But as she's coming, I just want to, I want to point out one thing. If you guys were here last week, as I was praying at the end of both services on the Feed on My Faithfulness message, I saw, and again, I saw by the Spirit a, a, a unified marching army, men and women arm in arm, not offended, Locked and loaded, knowing who their God was, growing in their purpose, growing in their gifts, and marching forward and taking new kingdom ground in Livingston County and beyond. I saw it by the eye of faith. I saw it by the Spirit. And guess who that is? That's us. 
But in order to do that, we all have to grow together. And so as your pastors, as your leaders, the buck falls on us. What opportunities are we creating? What environments, what soils are we cultivating here? So when you plant your life, you plant your marriage, you plant your family in them, you can be fresh and flourishing. Hence, my beautiful wife up here joining us to help us out on what's next here at Alive. So, Man, so exciting, right? Just a simple, just a simple truth that... God wants us to grow. He created us to grow. And God, how are we growing? You know, t- t- that causes us to take the look inward. God, how am I growing? Yeah. How am I growing in all the different ways? And so, yeah, as pastors, it's our responsibility to equip the saints for the work of the ministry and to make sure we're cultivating a healthy environment for growth to happen. And so we just want to, you know, sometimes we end a message with some really practical ways to apply what's being taught. Today, it's gonna we're going to end super practical. Are you guys okay with that? That's cool. Yeah, we can do that We want to share, you know, Church is five years old, and Sunday morning is a great place to come and grow, right? And small groups that we call crews is a great place to grow in the midst of community. Bible basics classes is a great way to grow. We're still very committed to all of those things, but we have sense that um, a lot of those are discipleship routes, but we didn't have a lot for um, leadership development, for believers who want to continue to sharpen their saw in all different kinds of wisdom and supernatural spiritual ways, right? And so we want to just share like three super practical ways that in this new season, we're going to provide as an opportunity for all of us to continue to grow. And the biggest announcement this morning is something called Growth Track. Don't show the slide yet. We'll tell tell you when to show the slide. Um, We're launching something called Growth track. And for those of you that have been with us at the Scranton days, we had something called growth track, but this is totally different. And a lot of you guys that call live home, you know, at the end of every service, we show a slide with like seven next steps. Hey, if you want to take a next step, choose one of these 20 next steps. (laughs) And it's not super practical. It's not super helpful. We want to make it super easy for everyone to know what is my one next step if I want to grow here at Alive. And that one next step is growth track. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But something new that we're also starting this mon- this Sunday morning. Yes, this Sunday morning. Um, That's not one of the three. But just kind of as a side note is a lot of those next steps that a lot of times we show at the end of service have to do with the new believer. And so starting this Sunday... We're going to encourage anyone who's new to the faith to get this free resource. It's a a seven basics book that teaches just like if you're brand new to your faith and you don't know what Bible translation to get, what, you know, book to start reading. What do you, how do, how do I be a Christian? The seven basics book is really great. There's one chapter for every day of the week, read one chapter every day of the week and come back the next Sunday, a free Bible. And then there's a letter in there with a bunch of um, great opportunities for next steps. And so... If you're here this morning and you just recently gave your life to the Lord, you're new to faith, these are going to always be in the back. Please grab one as a resource to you, and this will be something that we communicate at the end of um, of every service from now on. Do you want to say anything before I go into this? No, I think that's huge, right? That's where the journey starts. But then after we get saved or make Jesus the Lord of our life, how do we grow? Because we just looked in the Word that, man, that's how God designed us to create. He created us to grow. He designed us to continue to grow in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. So what are some practical ways we're going to do that? Yeah, so a lot of times someone comes to church for the first time or you're checking out a church and you're like, how do I become a member around here? Or like, how do I get involved in ministry around here? How do I serve around here? Or like, what do you guys believe around here? There's like a million and one different questions when you're considering planting your life in a church. And growth track is that one next step that that answers a lot of those questions and helps empower the saints for the work of the ministry, helps um, helps with that one next step. And so um, 
go ahead and show this slide. For those of you that were in the Sunday, um, Sunday, or what do we call it? The summer empowering, leadership, empowering crew. leadership crew. You guys know a lot about this. We talked about this all summer with you guys, but we're launching what's called growth track. And basically it's three steps. The first two steps are fully online. We used to do this and it used to be in person and nobody does a first date in person anymore. You check them out online first, right? Online dating change, right? So, so, like date, let's date online first, right? So people can take growth track and they don't even really have to let us know that they took it if, they, if they're right. like, oh no, I don't wanna be here. But um, <laughs> step one and two of growth track is fully online and step one is simply make it home. You know, you're new to, to a live or maybe you've been coming for a while and you're like, how do I like communicate that this is my home church? We don't have formal membership here, but how do I, what about all these questions I have before I feel like I can plant my life here? Um, step one is online. It's a video with Eric and I. It's a whole workbook thing online to answer all of those questions and then have opportunity to say, yes, this is my home church or no, this isn't my home church. That's fully online. Step one, you could do it tonight. Step two is also fully online, fully on demand. And it's called Discover Your Design. And it's a, it's a really cool online lab to discover what are your spiritual gifts, what's your personality disposition, and how, how can you use that? You know, God says he's given us gifts to use for the strengthening of the body. And so, again, that's online. That's fully yeah. um, on demand. Really awesome way to discover your design. Like, okay, I'm a believer. I want to make a difference. But how do I make a difference? That's step two, again, fully online, fully on demand. And then step three is in person, and it's um, titled Join the Team. And step three will happen every third Sunday. I think it's from like uh, 4 to 5.30 or something like that. And that will be in person with Eric and I, some of our staff, some of our key volunteer leaders. If you're like, man, this is my home, and I want to plant my life here, and I want to use my gifts to further the kingdom, um, and so that step is in person. We can talk about what does it mean to be a part of the Alive team. You can, before you commit to serving on a specific team, you can meet the team leader, get to know about what does it look like to serve in that area. Just a really clear one next step called growth track. Three steps. We're trying to make it real simple, but your one next step for everybody who calls on the name of the Lord to be saved, right, after that point is growth track, right? And so you might be like, why growth track? All right, do I need to do this or not? Man, because we believe that your life comes alive when you grow, right? And, and when we plant in the house of the Lord. So is this home or is this not, right? So many people are church hoppers and shoppers and going to the next fad or the coolest worship band or whoever dresses like us and all of that stuff. The Bible never says that. That's cultural Christianity. The Bible preaches plant, find some church. And here's the deal. There's no perfect church, right? There's no perfect church. I have not found it. I've never been a part of it. I've never pastored one. <laughs> Never will I. There's no perfect church. We all have our quirks and our flaws and all that, but can you agree with the direction that body's going? Plant in it. Because when you put down roots, you can shoot up and you can grow. If you keep uprooting, that gets really dangerous. And sometimes that plant, when you transplant it a million times and try to water, it doesn't really flourish or survive. Yeah. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. You know, we believe that the scripture says that God is the one that plants the members in the body. Yeah. And so you, you sense a leading to, to a church to plant your life in, right? But then you have all of these practical questions, and that's what step one answers. It's the practical questions, but really it's God that plants you somewhere. Yeah. He's the one that leads you somewhere. But we have all these practical, natural questions that Growth Track helps answer. You know, the other thing about Growth Track is why? Because there's gold in you. And sometimes you need help mining that gold or having somebody else call that gold out of you. Step two is awesome. If you've never taken a spiritual gifts assessment and a personality profile, you're going to learn so much about yourself. 
why you respond to situations, why you do, why you're passionate, why you stay up late at night and cry about this situation when no one else does because God has wired you and designed you specifically on purpose for a purpose, amen? And when we discover that purpose, our life can flourish and take off. And the other last reason is we're better together. Again, that marching armor unified, all growing. When we're all growing together, enemy cannot stop that, amen? And so there's so many benefits that we see in this next season of life as we all, our hearts desires that everybody who calls a live home, everybody that's attending a live would go through growth track and experience the growth that God has for you. Yeah, on your, on your guys' way out, you'll get one of these that has more information, the QR code and all of that. If you guys are joining us online, information about growth track is right there on the homepage that you guys can check it out. You don't have to like log in, even let us know that you're there taking the step, but there's a card at the end. So yeah, we really encourage you guys, check it out. And you're going to hear us talk about it a lot every Sunday from now on. What is your one next step? How do I become a member around here? Growth track. How do I serve around here? Growth track. How do I do anything around here? Growth track. Uh, where's the bathroom? Growth track. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I mean, uh, it's over there. Yeah, sorry. All right, we good? That's Growth Track. The other cool opportunity that you guys already heard about, and you know that's starting back up, but in case you don't know the heart, the why behind the what, is our first Sunday nights of prayer and worship. Our back, all right? Starting today, right? We, 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 we took a break over the summer, but we're getting back on these rhythms. And so if you're there, and man, you desire to grow in your prayer life. You desire to grow in intimacy with the Lord. You desire to grow in the gifts of the Spirit and and His operation in your life. If you need a place to let your hair down and just just worship and pray, those are that is a space that we've created for that. And that happens on the first Sunday night of every month from six to seven p.m. We call it an hour of power. It goes so quick, but it is so influential. It's so powerful. It's so impactful. And just so you know, the heart and mission behind this this is a believer service. This isn't something you invite your unsafe friend to or somebody who's not down with Jesus or church. This is for believers to stretch our wings a little bit and grow in the things and pray out God's plan and God's will and God's purpose for us personally, but more even also, it happens all the time corporately for the body of Christ and where we're heading and praying and prophesying things out. And so uh, we really want to encourage you, if you've never been to one, make it a priority on the first Sunday night of every month. Say, you know what? I'm busy from six to seven. And, and here's the other cool thing. We've made childcare now available, free childcare for ages one through elementary. And we're working on, praise God, we're working on the nursery for even the littler ones. If they're little and they can't crawl yet, you can bring them with you, all right? And if they got hungry mouths and antsy pants, they can go uh, in, in the, the childcare room and, and we can have an undistracted space in here, amen? Yes, yes, right. yes, yes. Free child care, one-year-olds through elementaries, and we are working on nursery, so that will be up and running soon, so all babies have a place to go. And then the last thing that I'm going to let Erica explain is something new that we haven't had in the past, and it's called Leadership Lean-In. It's going to happen on the third Sunday night of every month from 6 to 7, another hour of power to help really grow us in leadership, in influence, sharpening that saw, keeping it fresh, and knowing where God's calling us to go, and, and making a difference in, in, with our impact in our lives, right? Yeah, for sure. So if you didn't, so we're, we're um, becoming a Sunday morning, Sunday evening type of church. We've got small groups that happen midweek, but first Sunday night, we've got prayer and worship. Third but then Sunday the third night. Sunday night of the month, like I mentioned earlier, we've got growth track earlier in the evening. Step three, you only do that once. But then um, in the evening, same time as first Sunday night of prayer and worship from six to seven, on the third Sunday night of every month, we're starting a monthly leadership lean-in. And we really encourage, it's highly encouraged for all Alive team members to make it there every third Thursday 
or third Sunday of the month. But it's open invite to anybody who's like, man, yeah. I want to grow as a leader for Christ. I want to, I want to grow in wisdom, just like Jesus did. I want to yeah. have, you know, what is wisdom? It's knowledge applied. I want to know how to apply this knowledge and be a better leader and make more disciples better. And in my secular job and in my, you know, role or my leadership role at the church. And so these will be really awesome. For those of you that have been a part of the um, Empowering Leadership crew on Sunday nights this summer, it will be really similar to that. And for those of you that weren't at those, we transformed the auditorium, put circle tables in here. It was an opportunity to, to meet other leaders at the church, other people that are hungry to grow in the Lord. So it was relational, which was awesome. This summer we went through a book together. And so Eric and I would talk a little bit, and then you guys would break off into small group discussion. It'll be similar format as that. Some leadership lean-ins um, will be purely relational, and we'll get food trucks and have fun and celebrate. Others will be maybe more specialized in, all right, kids' ministry is going to break off and do specialized training over here, and, you know, youth over here, or tech, or all the different things. And so, man, we're so excited to so have healthy rhythms for leadership development and for all of us to grow as we all grow as leaders why do we do that? So that we can reach more people. Amen. Because the more capacity that we have spiritually and in practical ways of wisdom, the more people that we can reach and, and the more lives that can get saved. So we're so excited for that. Amen. So who's excited for all these exciting things to come and are happening? Thank you, Pastor Erica, for joining me. Uh, let's, let's bring this all home today. There's a lot, a lot of information we shared, but more importantly, what is the inspiration? What is the why behind the what of all this, right? We, we are endeavoring as leaders and as pastors to make space for God to move in these areas. We've seen through his word that God has created us to grow. We are called to grow in wisdom and in stature and favor with God and man. And so, man, some of these opportunities are there for us, right? We are called to grow together, amen? I hope you guys caught that today. Growth happens in the context of community and relationships, right? Jesus didn't just say, go listen to a YouTube video, and then I'm going to peace out, and you're going to build your church to his disciples. No, he did life with them. He, took, he called 12 and said, follow me. Three of them had an inner circle and an even tighter relationship, right? And he was tight with the Father. He, he, Jesus' life was changed because of relationship, right? And so do not unhook from the thing that God has ordained and destined for you to plant in, because that is where your life can be fresh and flourishing, amen? As we all come to terms with where's home, and here's the deal. There's no pressure to take growth track and make alive your home. If, if you find home at another church, we are all about the local church. The key is find a church and plant. Don't just, they're having a worship night and, oh, their small groups are better than yours. And I like their worship leader's hair and, you know, like all this stuff. And it's like, like we're like, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Like, like we're like, why am I not growing? Because God's like, you're not planting. I've got the soil. I place the members in the body. So just pray and listen to the Holy Spirit and say, where do you want to go? And sometimes you got to give it a shot for longer than a Sunday. You come that one Sunday and something goofy happens, you're like, oh man, I'm out of here, right? Give it some time. Say, maybe for the next six months, I'm going to plant myself here. And if, the, if I'm supposed to leave, the Lord will tell me. Maybe for the next year, I'm going to plant my family in this church and see if we're fresh and flourishing, right? I'm going to put God's word to the test. It's powerful, right? When we, when we grow in community, right? When we discover our gifts, I'm so excited for some of you to unlock the gold that's on the inside of you, that God has placed there specifically. It's a beautiful thing when you connect with that and you lean into that and you begin to live life from that place of gifting and victory in your life. It's powerful and you can change lives for eternity. And so hopefully you guys heard the call. You heard the exhortation today. You heard the theme and it is let's grow together. Who's ready to grow 
together. Come on, somebody. Let's ready to link up arm in arm and march as an army unified for God, not divided, not catty, not Come on, you know, like not, not stumbling over our own self, but come on, we're ready to run our race with endurance. We're ready to take new ground for the kingdom. We're ready for new souls to come in. We're going to plunder hell and populate heaven in this next season. Come on, we're going to raise up leaders to do the work of the ministry. We don't just have any people come here. They're going to encounter God when we go out there and we leave. Amen. And we use our God-given gifts to bring his kingdom come and his will be done on earth. And in our county, in our backyard, as it is in heaven. Amen? And so what, what, what's the call to action? For some of you, it's, it's all the above. Some of you, it's just like, hey, would you strongly consider, prayerfully consider, saying, you know what, I'm going I'm to take this growth track thing. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to hear what the church has to offer. I'm going to discover my gifts and my design. I'm going to see maybe where I could plug in. There's no pressure to serve on the team. That's step three. You might do step one and two and kind of just chill there for a while, and that's okay, but we believe everybody's life really comes alive when you go step one, step two, and step three in your proper pacing as the Holy Spirit leads you. And literally, step one and two are online. Some of you guys could do this today. Step one and two, literally. Online, on your phone, in your comfies, right? We used to, well, growing up, we called them our fat pants because they're elastic, right? And they stretch and they feel more comfortable, right? You can do it in the comfort of your own home. For some of you, it's like, hey, you know what? I've always heard about that prayer, Sunday night prayer, but, you know, I already came to church Sunday morning. That's just too much church. You know, we, this ain't down south, Pastor, right? This is Midwest, right? We don't do no Wednesday night. We don't do no Bible study midweek. You know what I'm saying? We, you get me for an hour and 15 minutes on Sunday. That's it. That's you. That's that, fine. You do you. But I'm telling you, what if you want to grow spiritually? What if you want to get more comfortable with how the Holy Spirit speaks to you? To pray out some things in your own life. To, to pray out God's plan for our church. To, to get in an environment of only believers. Everybody hungry and excited to be there because they're already there the Sunday morning. And they already saw the lions lose and they're crushed. And then they come out and we pray for you. We have a prayer line. Sorry, that's bad. That's a bad joke. Sorry. It's a really bad joke from a Bears fan, all right? Sorry. Um, come on out. Make first Sunday night a priority. Six to seven. Another hour of power. I, I've always learned this. A moment with God has never wasted time. A moment in the spirit can change your life, can change your destiny. Can, a breakthrough, a miracle can happen. Hands can be laid high on you, and you can be completely healed. You can be delivered. Like you, we, we leave space. If there's no structure at Sunday night in prayer and worship, except pray and worship and listen to what the Holy Spirit says and do it. And so very, very exciting. And maybe for some of you, it's like, you know what? Third Sunday night of the month, I, I, I need to grow in wisdom and in stature. I need, to, I need to grow in my leadership capacity, my influence. Leadership is influence. And maybe you're not called to the five-fold ministry. Not all of us are. But we're all called to the ministry of reconciliation, reconciling people that are distant from God back to a right relationship with God. That can happen in the marketplace. That can happen in your neighborhood. That can happen in downtown Brighton, in Howell, in Pinckney, come on, in Fowlerville, in Heartland, everywhere. That can be happening on the streets as we are empowered as leaders and we keep our saw sharp. Sometimes it can get dull because we just think we know everything. Amen? Have you ever realized that you don't know everything? I know I do. I'm reminded of that weekly. I don't know everything. God, teach me. Help me grow in wisdom and in stature. And so here's the deal. Whatever your next step or steps are, maybe it's all the above. I'm doing all. I want to sign up for that. That's awesome. Just be a part of it. Whatever you apply yourself to, I believe God will meet you there and he'll exceed your expectations. Amen. But let's go to God today in prayer.
and ask the Holy Spirit to just minister to us and help us all understand how we can grow together. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we love you so much. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, that you've created us to grow and you've created us to grow best in the right soil, which is being planted in a home or local church, in a local body of believers to build each other up, to mature together, to grow together. Father God, we pray, Lord, that this would be the best season of growth that we'd ever experienced, Lord. And we're not just talking about numerically. That comes as a fruit. Healthy things grow. So when we become healthy, when we connect with our divine design, when we use our gifts to make an eternal impact, when we do what your word says and plant in the local church, we shall be flat, fresh, we shall be flourishing, we shall bear fruit. And so, Father God, Holy Spirit, help us make the right decisions and step up to the challenges in our hearts that we're sensing right now. What's our next step? Lord, help us go through this growth track and, and get something out of it, Lord God, and be fired up or refired or retooled or, or, or re-anointed, re Father God, for the, the path and the season ahead of all of us, Father God. We thank you that we get to do it together. Man, it was not good that we would be alone, so you took care of that, Lord, and you said, I'm going to plant you in community. I'm going to put people around you that are going to believe God when you don't want to believe God. They're going to speak over you life when you're seeing death in your circumstances. They're going to pick you up when you're down. They're going to call you when you're at your lowest. They're going to pick you up and they're going to pull the gold out of you. Father, we thank you for life change in the context of community. May we not unhook. May we not bite on the enemy's bait of offense. May we stay unified and believe the best and, and walk in unity arm in arm, growing in our relationship with you, growing in relationship with each other, and growing in leadership and influence and impact for your kingdom to come and your will to be done here on earth in this season as it is in heaven. Father, we thank you that only by your grace and by your power and by your word and your wisdom is this able to happen. So we receive that all right now by faith. We pray this all in Jesus' name. And everybody greets said, amen. Who's excited? Come on. Time to grow together. Praise God. Wait, as we close service, we never like to end a service or an experience uh, without an opportunity to come to put your faith and trust in Jesus. Growing starts when you get in the right soil. And the best soil is to plant your heart in a personal relationship with Jesus. From there, then all of this stuff applies to your life. Amen? Before you do anything about Jesus, come on, you're just kind of floating out there. But God already knew how you're going to grow. And God knew that you would need help. You would need a savior. His name's Jesus. He knew you'd mess up. He knew you'd fail. He knew you wouldn't hit the perfection mark. Amen? And so he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on a cross for you and I so that our sins would be forgiven and that we could have right relationship with God, our Father in heaven beautiful thing. It's a beautiful exchange. It's a free gift and you receive it by faith. So if everybody just bow your heads and close your eyes, no one looking around here in this room. And if you're joining us online as well, I just want to speak to you. Hey, you're either watching this live or watching it later and God knows where your heart's at too. This is for you as well. But if anybody's here and you'd say, you know what? I don't know Jesus personally. I've never made Jesus the Lord of my life. And you want to do that today. I'm not going to call you up or embarrass you or call you out. I just want to know who can I pray with today? Who can we all pray and link our faith with today to receive Jesus for the first time? If that's you, would you just slip up your hand so I know who I'm talking to, who I'm maybe praying for today and online as well. Just know and reverence this moment in your hearts. 
And would you guys, Alive Family Church, would you guys pray this prayer and repeat this after me with our new friends that maybe are praying this for the first time? Would you say this? Heavenly Father, thank you for your son, Jesus. I receive him as my Lord and as my Savior. Jesus, come into my heart, change my life, and help me live a life that honors you. In Jesus' name I pray. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To further connect with us at Alive, visit us at alivefamily.church. And remember, people matter and Jesus is alive.